You're listening to Life Simply Better with Zoe Galitzis, episode number five, my workday routine. Do you wish you could stay caught up at work without logging on at night? Do you wish you had plenty of time for your family and for taking care of yourself? If you're feeling overwhelmed by the never-ending stream of emails, meetings, and laundry, then Life Simply Better is for you. This is the podcast for busy working moms who are already experiencing success in their careers, but want to simplify their lives and create more time for what matters most. I'm your host and coach, Zoe Galitzis, and you can find out more at lifesimplybetter.com. Hello, my busy friends. How are you guys? How is your October going? I love fall. It is my absolute favorite season. And actually, my husband and I were sitting in Culver's eating ice cream yesterday and wondering to ourselves why they don't just have fall food and pumpkin spice all year round, because we are just those kind of people. My husband actually has his birthday in March and he usually asks for a pumpkin pie instead of a birthday cake. So that gives you a sense of how happy we are when it is actually October. So I have my podcasts planned for the whole rest of the year now, the rest of 2018, and I'm really excited about some of the topics that are coming up. We are going to be talking about career, money, food, marriage, and all with a bent towards simplifying and relaxing your life. So stay tuned and make sure to subscribe to the podcast because there's a lot of great stuff coming up. So today, in this episode, we are going to talk about the daily routine that I use that keeps my inbox empty and gets all my work done in eight hours, even with constant interruptions from emails and meetings. So we're going to go beyond action steps, continuing with the theme from the last few episodes of looking beyond the the actions and the behaviors that we're taking. And we're going to build some awareness around the unconscious and habitual thoughts that are driving our behaviors and shaping our routines. Because once we understand how our mindset creates our routines, it can be surprisingly easy to make changes to that routine that will help you stay caught up, even if your schedule is busy and unpredictable. So listen into this episode. I'm going to share the exact routine that keeps me caught up and allows me to balance my role as a senior director at a large consulting firm with being a mom to three little boys. And before I get started, I want to give a little plug to as to one more way you guys can get in touch with me. So I've talked about my li- my website, lifesimplybetter.com, but you can also send me an email, just a regular old email, and I will read it and I will respond. So that email address is zoe, Z-O-E, at lifesimplybetter.com, zoe at lifesimplybetter.com. You can ask questions or you can ask to find out when the next available free coaching slot is. I actually don't have any coaching slots left in October right now, but I will be doing a few more in November. So feel free to send me an email if you are interested and we will get you hooked up. All right, so let's talk about my workday routine. 
And first, I'm going to talk about the actions I take just very tactically. And then I'm going to dive into what is the routine of my mindset and my thoughts and my feelings and how that impacts the actions I take. So really, from a just purely tactical perspective, the first 30 minutes of my day is where everything happens that keeps me caught up. So in that first 30 minutes, when I come in, you know, I have my routine of I'm not a coffee drinker, but I like to have my oatmeal in the morning. So I get my oatmeal, I get my water, I sit down with my laptop. And in that first 30 minutes, I just have an automatic routine that I go through where I empty my inbox, kind of get all of my emails taken care of, um, at least planned out what I need to do with them. And then I set a reasonable plan for myself. So I will talk a little bit more now about each of those steps. So the first step is emptying your inbox. And I do this every day. I've been doing it for a few years now, and I just find it so freeing to not have a ton of emails, uh, read emails and unread emails staring at your face (laughs) when you get to work in the morning. Um, Or I guess I do have a lot when I first get to work, but I can easily get them cleared out. So my best tip here and what I use consistently every day is to go through all of the easy emails first. So if you come in and you have 100 emails in your inbox, you're going to go through the 80 or 90 that are pretty quick to deal with. And when I say quick to deal with, I mean you can really deal with them in, you know, 15 seconds or less. You can read them, send a quick reply, file them, delete them, just the ones that are pretty obvious and you know what to do with. Deal with all of those first and kind of skip over the ones that either are more time consuming or you're not sure what the next step is. And the reason I suggest that is because I think a lot of times we automatically zone in on the emails that are harder and take more time and maybe they feel more urgent to us. And then we never get around to all of the other ones that are actually pretty easy to deal with and they end up just cluttering our inbox. And that's an issue because it's, first of all, it's pretty mentally draining just to have that staring at you all throughout the day. It can be pretty overwhelming to see that. And second of all, it just takes a lot of time. You have to constantly be looking at that slew of emails and trying to remember what you've already read, what you've already you know, dealt with, and what you still need to go back to. So that's why I suggest really taking a few minutes, and it doesn't take long. It's maybe you know, 10 minutes to get through 100 emails that way when you're just doing the, the really simple ones. You can clear through a lot of emails in a little bit of time, and then you have a more manageable number of emails left to deal with. So the second step here, and I'm still in this first 30 minutes of my day, so I've gone through the first step of getting rid of all of the easy emails, getting those cleared out of my inbox, and now I'm going to go through the emails that are maybe a little bit trickier, I'll say, to deal with. So the way that I do that is I don't try to completely deal with the email in all cases. I just try to figure out what's the next step that I need to do with that email, and then I get it on my calendar. So for example, if that email is um, something that I need to maybe discuss with someone and I have a meeting already scheduled with them, I would just add a note to the day of 
that meeting, noting that I should refer back to the email and I should talk through that with them. And then I file the email away. So it's out of my inbox, out of sight, out of mind. And if I have something to maybe delegate to someone, I would then make a little note for myself on the day after it's due back from them to check in with them. And again, I would file that email instead of leaving it in my inbox. So I just think about what's the next step that I need to take with this email. And then I just schedule that next step, whether it's talking at a meeting or following up with someone that I've delegated an item to, or sometimes it's even just, sometimes it's just like a really long email that I can't read quickly in that first 30 minutes of my day. I might even just schedule, make a note in my calendar that I'm going to go back and read the email. And the reason I suggest so highly to schedule things like this is because It forces us in the next part of this process when we're setting up our daily plan to really understand what's on our plate and what's realistic to do. So again, to recap the first couple of steps here, first I'm emptying my inbox of all of the easy emails, the ones I can deal with in 15 seconds or less. And then in the second step, I'm taking the ones that are a little bit trickier to deal with but I'm not completely dealing with them. I am just scheduling really the next step that I'm going to do with them. So once I've done those two steps, I've gotten through all of my emails and my inbox is empty. And let me tell you, if you have not tried this before, you should because it feels so good to have an empty inbox. It's such a different experience throughout the day when you're going through your meetings and interruptions and everything else that's coming up when you don't have 500 or 1,000 or 5,000 emails sitting in your inbox to worry about. It's just a great way to open up some space in your workday. So that's how to get your inbox empty. And again, I I gave you that email address at the beginning of the episode, zoe at lifesimplybetter.com. So if you have some questions right now, which I'm sure some of you do, shoot me a note. I would be happy to answer them that way. So the third piece of my routine is setting a daily plan and setting a reasonable daily plan that I can actually accomplish with the rest of my schedule. And so once I have gotten through all of my email, I mentioned that I've been making some notes on my calendar. Some of them might be for today. Some of them might have been in future days. I would open up my collection of notes, which I call my daily plan. It's just something I keep right in my calendar for that day. And it's a list of everything that I wanted to get done for the day. And I look at that list in the morning and I decide what can I actually get done today? You know, maybe I have six hours of meetings in my day. I know that means that I'm not going to have a time for a lot of other stuff, especially considering that in between meetings, you know, something unpredictable is probably going to come up and there's going to be some other distractions. So I take that time in the morning to be realistic and set a realistic daily plan. And this feels really uncomfortable to a lot of people the first time they do it. And it takes some trial and error to understand what is realistic and what you can actually get through. We tend to overestimate how much we can get through. But the great thing about doing this first thing in the morning is that 
you actually can know when you're finished during the day and you can feel good about that and you can feel good about that sense of accomplishment when you've finished your realistic plan versus what I think happens to a lot of this, to a lot of us. I know this happened to me before I started this process, which was that I would get to the end of my day I wasn't done with my to-do list, but I was at a point where I was just totally fried and needed to stop working. And I would end up just not doing a lot of the stuff on my list. And it just felt terrible. It, It felt like you were never finished at work. And so what I'm suggesting is that you're still deciding what you're not going to do, but you're deciding it at the beginning of the day and being realistic at the beginning of the day instead of waiting till the end of the day um, when it's much more of a discouraging type of decision-making process and and it's easy to feel like a failure when at the end of the day you're saying, I didn't get my list done, just set a shorter list at the beginning of the day and try that. So once I have my plan set, that's sort of the last thing that I do in that first 30 minutes of my day. And at that point, I kind of know what my day looks like. I go through meetings. Um, A lot of times in my role, a lot of my day is meetings. So I go through my meetings. I kind of check in with email on and off throughout the day, handle any urgent, unexpected requests that come in, and just um, fit in those realistic daily plan items that I have in between those other commitments. So again, I know I went through a lot right here. Feel free to send me a note if you have questions. And if you are feeling like there's no way you can fit um, everything you need to get done into your plan, uh, that may also be a sign that you could use some more work on delegation and setting limits and things like that. And so I have another episode coming up. It's going to be probably in December, but Episode 14 is going to be about replacing yourself at work and about really how to take delegation to that next level and um, have a more realistic amount of work on your plate. So make sure to tune in for that future episode and we'll talk about more of that then. All right, so recapping the action routine, I go through all my easy emails, I go through the trickier emails and schedule the next step for each of those emails. And then I open my to-do list for the day, my daily plan, and I set a reasonable daily plan at the beginning of the day that I can actually finish. So that's pretty much it. It does take some practice. I will tell you guys, I failed and failed and failed at this when I first started trying to do it. So if you start trying to do it, don't get discouraged. I promise you it is possible and it is so worth it to have a routine that works with your chaotic and unpredictable job. So don't give up and let me know if you have questions. So what I really want to talk about during the rest of the episode is just the idea of having a thought routine as well, because what you need to realize is that behind all of the actions you are taking are feelings and thoughts and your overall mindset that are driving that behavior. 
And one of the things that I constantly thought um, a few years ago when I was feeling really stressed and busy was that I did not have enough time. And so I want you to think about what you think during the day. Do you think I don't have enough time? Do you think I'm not getting enough done? What are some of those habitual thoughts that you notice yourself having that lead you to feel stressed, lead you to feel maybe inadequate at your job, lead you to feel like you're not getting everything done? And what I want to offer is that those thoughts, while they feel just kind of true, right? Like, it's true that I don't have enough time and it's true that I'm not getting enough done. Those just feel like facts to us, but they really are your perceptions of your situation. And I want you to notice when you you have a thought like, I don't have enough time, how do you feel when you have that thought? I know when I think I don't have enough time, I feel rushed and pressured. And we talked about this some in episode four too, about the fact that when we feel rushed and pressured, we're not at our best and we're not the most effective. And so that's why I really want you to um, try going beyond just making an action plan and really start to notice what you're thinking. And it's enough just to notice it at first. You don't even have to change the thought. You can keep on having it, but just becoming aware that you are having it and that it's a somewhat subjective interpretation of reality can make a huge difference in your starting to move beyond that thought. And um, it's something I encourage you to do because when I coach people, I see some people be very successful with these techniques and I see other people either have uh, short-lived success or not really quite get all the way there. And the people that are successful in really simplifying and relaxing their lives are the people that are willing to do the work to look at their mindset in addition to just the actions. If you just focus on the actions, you will get into this cycle of trying to change by using willpower And that is one way to change in the short term, but willpower alone is not enough to sustain change. And that's why you have to look behind things to your mindset and find a way of making this more automatic. And the way to do that is to change some of those habitual thoughts that you have. And again, the first step, you don't even have to worry about changing those thoughts at this point, just start to notice them. So what are the thoughts that you have when you're feeling really stressed and busy? Are you feeling, I don't have enough time, I can't get all this done? Just start to notice those. Maybe even jot them down on a piece of paper and start to become more aware of that. All right. So in the final couple minutes here, I just want to say a couple things about routines without restriction, because I will admit to you guys, I can be a bit of a control freak. And so a lot of times when I get a routine, I get really um, almost like locked into that routine. And I want you to know that you don't have to do this with this. This isn't, again, this isn't something that you're using willpower for, or you're being just, um, you know, super rigid and disciplined about. This is more something that you just create slowly and sustainably in your life. 
in a way that almost feels like going to um, get a cup of coffee in the morning. It's something that's just automatic and reflexive and we don't even think about. And what I want to offer is that getting your inbox empty in the morning can become just as reflexive as grabbing your cup of coffee. It would actually be hard for me. I would have to make an effort now to not get my inbox empty because it's so ingrained and it's just so automatic. And so think a little bit about what that routine might look like for you and maybe think about what is the first step that you could take um, to start to get there. And that first step might just look like, you know, setting aside five minutes at the start of the day to, um, to delete some easy emails and make a little dent in your inbox. And also maybe to notice what you're thinking about going into the day. Um, notice some of those habitual thoughts you're having. So it can be a really small change. It doesn't even have to be blocking the full 30 minutes off on your calendar at first. It can just be an easy change that you um, make as a really small tweak to your day and just keep adding from there. And you will get that compound effect eventually. And you will be able to make that change without exerting a lot of willpower or feeling like you're locked into a very rigid routine. So that's the last thing I would offer, um, which is what I always say is just go slowly and do things that feel pretty comfortable in small steps. So let's recap and talk about what we went over today. So we talked about the action routine, which is in for me. And again, this doesn't have to be a morning routine. For me, it is. But in that first 30 minutes of my day, I'm emptying my inbox. I'm going through the um, more time-consuming emails and deciding what my next step with them will be. And I'm setting a realistic daily plan for myself. And I'm also paying attention to what is my thought routine? What are those thoughts that I'm having over and over? How are they making me feel? And how is that affecting my action? If you're sitting there feeling like a ball of stress, thinking I don't have enough time for this, that's not going to help you show up in a way that will help you get your work done. So again, I'd refer you back to episode four to hear some more about that. And then finally, we talked about the idea of routine without restriction. So build slowly, do it in a way that feels natural. It's going to be a little bit uncomfortable anytime you're making a change, but you can build in slow steps and find a lot of success in doing that. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening. I have heard from a few of you that are listening um, that have had nice things to say, and I really appreciate that. I said at the beginning of this that if I just had one person who listened and it made a difference for them, that would make it totally worth it for me. So thank you again for listening. I am thinking about all of you guys, and I hope that you are enjoying these episodes. And also just a reminder that I do offer some limited free coaching opportunities. Uh, Like I said, there aren't any left in October right now, but if you are interested in scheduling a session for free in November, you can email me at zoe at lifesimplybetter.com. That's Z-O-E at lifesimplybetter.com. Thanks again for listening and have a wonderful week.